Hello, everybody, and welcome to an emergency podcast live with Colin Mitchell. I'm Matthew Bruni. How are you doing today, Colin? I'm doing good. It doesn't Bruni. matter how you're doing, okay. all right? We have something to talk about. We have a lot to talk about because we are two days, well, three days removed from the end of the season. And on this day, Tuesday, November 28th, at around noon, Two players, two starters on North Texas offense have entered the transfer portal already. And who knows, by the time we're done with this podcast, there could be two more. But mm. we have to start with um, Ethan Miner, the starting center for North Texas, and Jamari Macklin, obviously star receiver for North Texas, both enter- entering the transfer portal. Um, what do you want to start? What do you want to talk about? I mean, we just did a whole podcast on saying Sunday. Macklin wouldn't leave saying we hoped that hope. they wouldn't be able to leave honestly like right. sorry but then at the very end of, of like our research or quote-unquote live research we're like oh well he was in college for four years so maybe yeah, he like, can graduate transfer so um yeah i i guess i we still don't really know the details on that i guess but he's transferring regardless so it doesn't really make a difference um we'll just start with jamori macklin because i think that's the hot button topic right yes um Listen, it's we we know this is the world in which uh, we now live in. Jair Shorter left, and I know that Jamari Macklin's probably better than Jair Shorter was. Yeah. But you know, you just gotta keep rolling with the punches. I mean, my this was clearly something that he was gonna do regardless, right? Like it, it was. A, this isn't something he decided over the last two days. Um, yeah. Obviously, I feel like. Well, this okay. Here's known. here's. Sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry to cut you off. No. But I think you can you can play off of this. When I saw this year more than last year and the year before, when NIL has been in play, it's kind of always been under the table. Not under the table, but it hasn't been reported the way it's being reported this year. I don't know if you saw Cameron Ward, um, the Washington State quarterback who was at Incarnate Word with Eric Morris. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been reported he has 10-plus offers of a million dollars to go play at – different a school of his choice right including That's like crazy. a&m notre dame etc it feels like it is being it has been um accelerated to a degree to where as soon as the season ended these calls have no longer been like feelers they have been offers right and that's the biggest difference right now is jamori macklin's season ended on saturday fill in the blank team that needs a receiver says we got 500k come play for us so you think you don't think it was a decision that he was this is not a decision that he look maybe he thought in the back of his mind like hey you know i i want to get back to the sec he came from missouri he's like yeah my boys luther burden over there like playing well i want to go back to the sec and and yeah next name there that maybe has been in his head for a while i i understand that but the actual ability to make money and then tr- have everything happen so quickly. Yeah. I think that happened in the past two, three days. Really? Once the season ended Monday, Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, he probably had five different teams hit his phone. That seems, that's the that world. Seems, we live that, in. that seems insane to think. That's about, the actually. world we're living in right now. Cameron Ward's season ended two days ago and he has 10 offers of a million dollars to go play. Yeah. At this point, it's probably 20 offers of a million dollars to go play. Yeah. Like, that's the world we're living in right now. 
And so that I remember we had Seth the Trail on. We've talked about it at length when the portal started being a thing. We're like, you know, it's a give and take. You you give some great players away, but then you take some players that you know are drop downs or whatnot, like like a Jamori Macklin, right? Well, now we're at the point where you take the drop downs like Jamori Macklin, and once they're graduate transfers, they're gone again. Right. So now you only have them for one or two years. And so now you're really playing an unfair game because now the drop downs aren't even staying with you. If yeah. you hit on the drop downs, you lose them too. Well, here's a qu- here's a question. If you have a drop down, I guess you could only leave again if you were graduate transfer, correct? So that's that's what I'm saying is Macklin, whatever, two, three years at, at two years at Missouri, one year in North Texas, had a year in what was it, JUCO? Is that what it was? Uh, it was Blaine, yeah. Am I thinking of am I thinking Oh no, that, that was uh, that was uh that was Rogers. Rogers. He had two Rogers. at Missouri, he didn't play one year. Yeah, so that's what it was. Regardless, like if you get a guy after two years and maybe they graduate early after year three or year four, whatever, they graduate transfer out. Like that's the problem. So it in one sense, the NCAA did solve the problem of saying, all right, you can't just bounce from school to school to school. But with the graduate transfer being a thing and players being able to graduate three or four years, it basically is like it basically is you are able to go wherever you want. If you're able to leave change schools twice in the span of four years. Yeah. Like what's what's the difference between changing schools three times in four years? Like I, it this is. It has become more so, in my opinion, for North Texas, and I, I'm I think I have good context on this situation because I deal with LSU and North Texas, to, which are very you know, different ends of the spectrum, not right. saying North Texas is at the bottom of the spectrum by any means, but, you know, somewhere like the 80 to 100 range in terms of programs in the country. And then LSU, LSU is thinking about who it can buy right now. Right. North Texas is trying to keep who they have. And there is no fear from LSU in losing a starter. There is all fear from every other school, 98% of schools in the country in losing Jamori Macklin, Chandler Rogers, like that is the problem. And I do think it is a problem right now. And eventually in five, 10 years, however long, I think it will be the coaches will have had enough to a point where you have, you'll, you'll end up having either a contract or you'll have type of employment type stuff. Like you will have a change, but until that happens, North Texas will continuously get a player either from the portal, from recruiting, have a good year and lose them. Here's a question. Obviously, the NIL is a new thing, but graduate transfer, as you already mentioned, hasn't been a new thing. How is this any different than in the past when you have a graduate transfer? Obviously, you can transfer once and and you don't have to sit. But in Jamori Macklin's case, like he's already older. You only really kind of expected to have him for two years anyways. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you don't want to lose him. The difference is Jamori Macklin if he would have stayed at Missouri an extra year, he would have been leaving this year. Right. So right. then he comes to North Texas for, for one year as a graduate transfer or whatnot. Like the difference is you can't leave and go auditions for North at North Texas for a year and then go back to the sec. Like, yes, you could have left a grad transfer, but if you're Jalen Guyton, Rico Bussy or whatnot, you had to play three, at least three, probably four years to get your degree. And then you can leave. This was a one-year, two-year audition, sorry, for, for Macklin. The first year he didn't play much. This year he played. So that's the difference. And so it is a really precarious spot. And now we said, I think pivoting a little bit, we said on the last podcast, funnel all of your NIL money you have at North Texas, which 
we'll, we'll talk about that separately, how much they should have. But funnel all of your NIL money to two players, yeah. Rodgers and Macklin. Now one. Well, Macklin is gone. Yeah. All of it should be going to Rodgers. Yeah. Every dime. I don't care if it makes him the most hated player in the locker room. I don't, which I don't think it would. He's a nice guy. But I'm saying, like, that's always the thing with 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 people who are like, oh, one player is getting paid more than the other. I don't give a damn. Keep him at quarterback by yeah. all means necessary. If you have X amount of dollars, just throw it all to him. Just be like, hey, we'll get you on a on a Chicken Express commercial. We'll get you on everything. Put you you on know what's TV crazy? Phone. You know what's crazy about all this is now we're no longer looking at a player's eligibility left in 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 playing sense, but we're looking at what they are academically. Like, are they a sophomore? Are they a junior academically? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, I mean, we, like we had this conversation the other day with Jamori Mack, and we're like, well, maybe he could tr- graduate transfer, and then he did. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, you got to throw everything at Chandler Rogers, possibly the best football player in the American, um, and he just basically salvaged your season for you um how do you think north texas navigates that though with how much money whether it's all of it or most of it how do they navigate replacing a jamari macklin i don't think then, you're worried about oh, i mean receivers are a big deal obviously and i don't think this receiving core was great outside of macklin but you don't have any other players that should be transferring for for nil reasons right like damon ward trey cleveland right. Land inside, smarts. Um, like you have enough players here to build a receiving core that is capable, but the quarterback position is now more important than that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were able to keep Macklin, and let's say you, in theory, let's say, like if you needed to keep one of Macklin or Rogers, that's my opinion. And so, I do think without, without Macklin, you have an oh, you have a okay receiving core, but. If you have Rodgers, obviously it makes it to where it doesn't really matter. Right. Right. So that's why I'm like, at the end of the day, however much you have, whatever you can do in terms of keeping players, in terms of NIL, just to be competitive with one, with one. Because we're talking AM, whatever teams, Oklahoma, yada, 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 have enough to offer 10 players X amount of dollars. You just need to match on the one. You need yeah. to match on. Chandler Rogers. That's that is what this comes down to. That this has completely changed. And that's why I mentioned to start off like the Cameron Ward thing. This is a different landscape and it has been so accelerated that I bet by next year we are starting to hear even more offers and like how quickly they come and just they the reporting of this has happened so fast and quarterbacks are getting in the portal even faster. Players are leaving even faster. Like this has just been uh it's been a mess. How do, how do you, because obviously when you look at like the NFL, NBA, whatever, whatever, how, how much do you think this will affect players that are not necessarily stars, but like, say, for example, a team sees Landon size and goes, oh, he's going to be a really good player. That's like what stopped, like, like what stops them from getting a developmental, I don't know, you know, I don't know money if they'll ever, I don't know if they'll ever reach that point. But why not? I think they believe in their own recruits more than they do North Texas recruits. Right. Like, I think that's where that's fair. if I don't even want to use keep using AM and Oklahoma, but like if Oklahoma is like, oh, Landis Landis Sizes got had a really good year in North Texas. Well, I'm they, thinking about another mid majors like Memphis, even though, you know, they're technically, you know, they have a lot of money. Or if you even like look at right now, like an SMU now yeah. is, is also in the same conference. Like you have schools in this You're not conference wrong. that make a lot more money. Um, 
overall. SMU is an interesting point because Cam Robertson went there last year. Yeah. And Jalen, like Jalen Davis Robinson from LSU went there last year. Like they have actually gotten some younger players. Um, so SMU mid major wise is an, it's an interesting discussion, but I don't think North Texas, this gets to a separate, my third topic, I guess is North Texas shouldn't be that far behind in NIL from other schools in the American. Now that SMU is gone, removing SMU from the conversation, North Texas should not be far behind if at all of the teams in the American right now, because Going back to the point of throwing all your money at Chandler Rogers, look at what UTSA did, right? With Frank Harris. Yeah. All of the money. Everything yeah. they got, card, card dealerships, sponsorships, everything. Yeah. Went to Frank Harris. Yeah. That's what you have to do. UTSA, I made fun of them before about their practice facilities, their money, their basketball gym, all that stuff. They have done it right to where they got they hit on the coach and they hit on the quarterback. We'll figure out the rest later. Yeah. Pay them all of our money to make us good. And they've been good now for what, three or four straight years. And that's what North Texas, that's what you as a mid-major program as in the American has to do. You have to hit on the coach, hit on the quarterback. When you get them, you pay them the most money possible to try to keep them. Jeff Trailer is going to get two more, two million more dollars this year to go um, pay his assistant coaches. Like that's what you kind of have to do if you're going to do this. If you're right. going to put it all in on on uh, football, now North Texas is obviously much more competitive than UTSA in a variety in every other sport. So that <laughs> well, that affects other that. sports though, right now. But also North Texas has more money than yeah. UTSA, which goes back to what we've been saying year after year: is North Texas should have higher expectations. Not saying they should be, you know, Tulane or, or Memphis even of winning like the conference every year, but you should have higher expectations and like six and six and seven and five under Seth Trail because you do have the money and the resources that most other teams in the American don't, or you're at least on par with them. So with that being said, you saw what UTSA did with Frank Harris. Y'all have as much money, if not more money than, than UTSA. Now, can you go, can you build connections with different places to get maybe more money or their sponsorships, dealers, like deals, stuff like that? Can you go out of your way? You have to be, this is an unprecedented time. Yeah. This you you need to think outside the box here. Hire me, hire Colin, hire somebody <laughs> that will start thinking outside the box here because you can't keep losing players. Here, here's an interesting thing though, and as we compare North Texas against UTSA, UTSA I feel like has a certain uh I mean, that's their only football team. Whereas yeah. I think Denton isn't as passionate. Yes. So we're talking about these car dealerships, the city getting around Frank Harris, blah, 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 blah. Yes. How does Denton replicate that? Because obviously if you put more money toward football, and yes, I know North Texas has a lot more money than UTSA, it's going to start affecting other things. You know, we can get to basketball once that needs to get there. But like Aaron Scott, for example, like yeah. you have players like that. And then not only that, how much does that hamper your development from wanting to get where you are in the American in general? Uh, with 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 teams well, taking players away, I I I see. I, like I I agree with you, and then like North Texas has to be more diverse in how it spends its money than UTSA. UTSA has thrown all the money at football and says we'll figure out the rest later. We're not firing Henson. We're not. We're just gonna figure it out. I think North Texas can afford to protect one player every year in the NIL. Yeah. They should be able to do that now. Jared Mosley, if you're listening to this and I'm wrong, you can give me a call and say, <laughs> no, we don't have money. We can't afford to stop Rogers. And maybe maybe North Texas can't. Maybe somebody comes and 
gives Rodgers a million dollars, and the best North Texas can do is five hundred thousand. Yeah, and he takes it. All right, throw your hands up. You lose. But ultimately, if that's the case, then we will be in this cycle every single year. Every player that has a good year for North Texas will be gone. If that yeah. if that's the case, if you can't protect one player, that's all I want. I just want to protect one. UTSA did it. They protected one. And like you said, it's a different situation with the way that San Antonio is um, made up. But like that's the goal. If we can't do that, if we can't match UTSA in that regard, it's going to be a long, long uh, – it's going to be a long process to figure out where we stack up in the American and in NIL until things get like, – like I said – until players become employees like that's the only hope eventually well how does that well how does that change anything though really what becoming employees is you you're you're locked in for you mean like contracts yeah like you sign like Like a three-year contract yeah you can't leave unless this something like that yeah 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 or or, i mean if you and if jd actually brought it up on on twitter i thought a good point it's like if if a player leaves the other school has to pay you like a buyout type thing like kind of with coaches, like yeah, like it, yeah, the same transactional stuff. Like yeah, if you get Rogers. All right, well you have to pay like this, and you have to pay a, a buyout. Kind of like in soccer. I think soccer is actually probably a better soccer is um, probably the best way of phrasing it because players can get bought out like that uh, of their contracts. So like that's eventually I think going to be the end goal. That is a much bigger, broader conversation that I'm not even super familiar with. But yeah, like I'm saying in this era right now, the way that things are going. I thought last year was kind of crazy. This year, we are three days into the offseason, and I've already seen crazier stuff than I've seen last year. So, um, like, what? It, again, will maybe Rogers will, maybe he won't. Will we ever know if he gets a bag? I hope we do. I hope, I hope North Texas, if they do give him everything, they make it very abundantly clear, just like they did with Frank Harris, just like UTSA did with Frank Harris. Yeah. Put him in a damn car dealership and have him sign the contract for all I care. Yeah. Like this is this is a different game. Everybody needs to understand that this is a different game that everybody's playing right now. So you have to compete with other teams in the American, and in order to do that, you have to keep, in my opinion, one player every year. So, yeah, it's it is interesting because I feel like it's almost there's no middle ground anymore. You either have to go, you either have to commit to athletics right now, football, or you yeah. just don't. I agree. And then you either fall to the bottom or you or you float to the top. I mean, look, I, I said on when Nortex won the NIT, I think Nortex needs to just dive into the to basketball. And I still kind of stand by that. Or at least all the sports, maybe outside of football. But if we're playing the game, we gotta play the game. Like you like you said, you're either all in on football or you're not. Well, I mean, I don't even mean just football, I mean overall. I mean, I, I guess just you, I think you have you to choose. Basketball. I think we are out of time in college athletics where mid-major programs, I'll say even 80% of programs in the country have to choose between football and all the other sports, yeah. non-revenue sports. That's the hard part. And most of them will choose football, which I think is probably the right choice. I'm just saying North Texas, I don't know. I think it's it's an interesting debate that could be had to say – what if our men's basketball team could be elite? Like what if men's basketball could be, I don't even know, you know, Providence. Basically like, what, what do you, what do you do? St. John's. What does like North Texas Dayton. look like if they do what UTSA did, but for basketball? Exactly. Like what if North Texas was yeah. Dayton, St. John's, VCU, 
or not VCU. I mean, you know, like Butler, yeah, like basketball school, a basketball school. Yeah. And you continue to fund, like obviously softball, get a baseball team, like all that stuff. And you just kind of play. Like, I think there's an, a very interesting debate to be had there. Now, will that ever happen? Probably not because we're in Texas and football is just kind of how it goes. Right. But if things keep going at this rate where you lose players every single year, I'm asking if we're in two years and the same thing happens every year, I'm going to ask, what's the point? Because we just went five and seven, three years in a row and we lose our best player every single year. Yeah. That would, that's going to piss me off. And if <laughs> yeah. I'm Jared Mosley, I'm like, what is the point? Why are we throwing money at something that we lose in and that we lose our best players in every year? Yeah. It, it's a bigger conversation to be had, but that's kind of just where my mind goes from North Texas side things. Yeah, no, I completely agree. That's my rant. That's my Anyways, rant. Uh, Ethan Miner is also gone. Um, <laughs> and I actually think Ethan Miner is a decent loss. Like, I think they're going to be fine because, yeah. you know, center is it, – it's an important position. But um, he was the second ranked – I think he was behind Rodgers, the second highest rated PFF grade graded player on the offense. So, shout out to him. Um, and I'm sure he saw that too, and he's going to try to parlay that into a job somewhere. But – uh yeah, I, Macklin is the news. We'll see what else comes out. There's no other, like, is there any other player that could leave that you, would have you worried? A day? Would a day leaving have you worried? I, I think that this isn't a knock on, on a day or anything, but I think that running backs in general are easier to replace than than other skill positions. Give um, me Ragsdale back off injury. Give me yeah, uh, Attaway. Foster. I mean, both Johnson. of them could leave, right? But I'm not. I'm, I'm less worried about that than I am losing a, a receiver. Um, yep. Other positions, I can't. I mean, Gabe Blair. Sure. Um, defensively, I don't care. Yeah, I was gonna say def- I was. That's what I was thinking of. I was like, defensively, I, I can't think of anyone. I mean, you, your best defensive player is what? Probably Tahada. Tahada. Yeah. So you lose Ridge, and it's like, well, we lost a pretty good corner. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Listen. I mean, I think. One one last thing. I don't know if like there's going to be more type of John Roy Macklin type players that need to come down. I think it's the challenge yes. more so is going to be dealing with roster turnover year after year yes. than it is going to be having to pay a player. Yeah, uh, so. I think that's that's a good point. It's like you you now it becomes can you every single year if this is what we're doing every year can you find the Jamoy Macklin that drops down. Yeah, every year. Can you find the Chandler Rogers? I mean, Chandler Rogers was at you. Now, now that's the, that's the other part is can you also find like you have to hit on these now? Yeah. If we're losing them every year, you have to hit on it every year. That is yeah. very, very, very challenging. Yeah. To do to hit on that every single year. So, I mean, defensively, I think like portal wise, while we're on the portal topic, like they're going to need to add a lot of defensive portal players. Will it work? I have no idea. But you Zero have idea. to add, you have to add a lot of defensive players from the port, like ten, yeah, like legitimately ten. So, um, I'm I don't know. It's an interesting discussion, for sure. But I think we've gone long enough. Twenty three minutes. Uh, yeah, that's all we got. Hope you all enjoyed it. We'll be back. I mean, heck, something happens tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. For all mm-hmm, I know. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um, there's only one player that could do that, but we'll see if that. Well, let's not speak that into existence. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah, throw the bag at Chandler. Uh, we'll be back 
whenever that is. Leave us a like, comment, share, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Check us out on Twitter or X, Green Room UNT. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you later.